Mrs. Fogstad and Mr. Fogstad. Mrs. Fogstad is actually a third and fourth grade teacher, but right now she's not teaching because she has a more important job. And that is a brand new baby. His name is Martin, and today he is 11 days old. And they agreed to come today to help us to see Jesus. And so, Mr. and Mrs. Fogstad and their Martin are now Mary and Joseph, and their baby, Jesus. So our story begins this way. Mary and Joseph were betrothed. They were engaged to be married. And then the angel came to Mary and told her that she was going to have a baby from God. God's people had been looking forward to the promised Savior for thousands of years. And finally, it was time. Joseph struggled a little bit with that news because they weren't married yet. And Mary shouldn't be pregnant. But an angel came to Joseph and let him know that this was a baby from God and that he should name that baby Jesus because he would save his people from their sins. While they were waiting for that baby to be born, they got news from the government. And it wasn't very good news for a pregnant mother. The news was this. It was time for people to be counted for taxes. And Caesar Augustus, was a ruler at that time over many countries. One of them was Palestine, the home of Mary and Joseph. And they were told that they had to leave their town of Nazareth and go back to where their family was from. Both Mary and Joseph are from the family of King David. And King David was born in a little town called Bethlehem. So they had to make that trip. But the Fogstads came here today with Marty in a car. It didn't take them very long at all. They buckled him in a car seat and off they went. Mary and Joseph didn't have a car or a bus or even a bicycle. They had to travel that 70 miles and it took a long time. When they got there, there were many other people who were part of King David's family and the town was packed. The hotel was full. And can you imagine the only place they could find to stay was a stable? A stable is a place where animals live. That sure isn't a place you'd want to take a precious baby. It's not a place you'd want to have a baby. But that was the place that there was. And so the Bible says that Mary gave birth to her firstborn, a son, the Savior. The Savior the world had been waiting for. And waiting for. Just thinking about it makes me cry because it's such good news, such great news. And they got to be the mom and the stepdad of God. Well, that very same night, I bet Mary was exhausted. I bet Joseph was too. They wrapped that little baby up in swaddling clothes. And on a hillside outside of that town of Bethlehem, or some shepherds. And the Bible says that the shepherds were doing their job, taking care of their flocks by night. And suddenly, an angel came to them. The angel said, Fear not, for behold, I bring unto you glad tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. You guys, that's great joy for me and for you. That's great joy for baby Marty, who's going to be baptized really soon. 
and for his family. Great news for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is called Christ the Lord. And this shall be the sign unto you. You will find that baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Eee, look at this. It's like a food box for animals. They would put hay in there and so cows and donkeys and sheep could eat right out of there. That's where they put Jesus. Jesus is God. That doesn't seem like a place that God should be in a dirty, yucky spot in a stable with sinful people to be his parents. Yikes. But that's where the angel told the shepherds that they would find Jesus. And suddenly, the whole sky was filled with a multitude of the heavenly hosts of angels who started to sing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill to men, to everyone, to you and to me. And those shepherds, they couldn't wait. They hurried. Can you just imagine how they were running and running and running and they finally found the stable and there they met their Savior. He doesn't look like much of a, of a savior. He's cute, but how can he save his people? The shepherds trusted God's message from the angels, and they worshipped him. We get to do the same thing, you guys. We don't have to do it in a stable. We can do it in our house. We can do it in church. We can do it in school. You can do it. When you read Luke chapter 2 yourself in your very own house, where you can find out the good news of that promised Savior. The shepherds were so, so thrilled. They told everyone. Mr. Fogstad was one of the people who helped tell Mrs. Fogstad about Jesus. That was part of their real life story. And together, they're making promises to tell their baby, Marty, about the Savior who came for them. And your parents or somebody else who loves you has helped you know more about your Savior, too. Your sins have been washed away by a little tiny baby. It is Jesus' birthday at Christmas. But on his birthday, we get the presents. We get love. We get forgiveness. Every one of our sins, every bit of our naughty business is washed away. And because of that, we have heaven promised to us, to Marty, to the Fogstads, to you and to me. And there, we're going to get to meet Mary, the real one, not someone who pretends to be one. <laughs> we'll get to meet Joseph and the shepherds. We'll get to meet Gideon and we'll be there together because that little baby, this is a hard part of the story, you guys, that little baby came to be our big savior. That little baby came to suffer and to die. And that must have been a tough thing for Mary and Joseph to think about because that was their son and they loved him. Bible says that Mary kept all these memories, all these things, and treasured or pondered them in her heart.
and we get to ponder them in our heart too. That's what Christmas is really about. It's not about the lights and the trees. It's not about the cookies or the meals or even about family time. All those things are good and they're blessings from God. But the real Christmas story is about that baby. The baby who was born to wash our sins away. All right, guys. So today, the memory treasure that I want you to lock into your brain is this. And this is really cool because it's a Bible verse that God had written in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 8, verse 9. And he knew that it would be for you and for Marty and for his family. He says this, for you, for you, know the grace, the perfect love, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, he was God. Yet for your sake, he became poor. So that you, by his poverty, might become rich. And you are, whether you have a lot of things or a little things, you are rich because you know the best news ever, that you are God's child, that a Savior has been born unto us, that he is Christ the Lord. We'll see you next week in the hymn.